Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community, whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So again, thank you for tuning in, whether this is your first time. We're super excited to have you here, and we hope we live up to all your expectations. And if you're a longtime listener, we're so grateful for your support as well. So today we're going to be talking about cleaning up your environment, if you will. So if you are a past listener or a regular listener, I should say, you know that we talk about environment often, how important our environment is so we can focus on the things that we want to focus on so we can achieve, so we can find the things that attract us to the goals and aspirations in our life. So I realize that I'm not sure I've done a great job or if I've talked about it very much in the past. So today I'm going to focus on maybe cleaning up your environment, surrounding yourself with supportive people. But it's not just the people this time. It's going to be what you see, what you talk about, what you do. So we had this conversation, Dorothy and I had this conversation earlier in the week, and I thought, what a great idea, what a great topic to really focus on and discuss so I can share some of the things that we do, some of the, thing that, some of the things that's in my life, and how we can help you improve your environment and what's in your surroundings as well. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so today we're talking about improving your environment. What are the things that you can do to create a more supportive environment, a happier environment, a more successful environment? And, this, and these are things that we're going to talk about. We're going to go through them and we're going to help you. Hopefully you can take some steps today. That's going to be my call to action. That's going to be something that I'm going to ask you to do is take some small steps today. Don't wait. Don't think about it. Don't wait for three days or next week. Now is the only time that really matters. So if you take if you take anything away from this show right here, I want you to consider taking action, doing something about your situation. Because the problem is so many people have toxic, not just toxic lifestyles, but toxic environments. And when I'm talking about toxins, Many of you may have read or heard about my book, Detoxify Yourself. We talk about what you put on your body, what you put in your body, what you surround yourself with, mind clutter, what we're seeing, what we're talking about. It's all related, and that's why we call it a lifestyle detox. Now, I'm not going to focus on detoxing here in particular. However, if you'd like to check out Detoxify Yourself, I'm pretty sure you can find that on Amazon. If you- I should know, right, as the author. If not, you can definitely find it at trueformlife.com or shoot us a message and we'll get back to you immediately with how you can get your hands on your own copy. But here, when we're talking about environment, it it means so much. Now, today in this show, I'm going to argue how you do one thing is how you do everything. And that is especially when it comes to environment. So if you look at 
what you're surrounded by. And that's not just the people in your life, your people in your life, for example. Now, we, I think it was Jim Rohn who said, you are the average of the seven people you spend the most time with in your life. Just think about that for a moment. Think about who you spend your time with. Think about who is influencing you, who is in your brain, who is in your thoughts, who is in your vision. Are those positive people in your life? And I would say the good majority of us don't have those positive people. They really don't. And if you look at the most successful people in the world, they surround themselves with successful people. I thought it was really cool. And I'm not like a huge UFC guy. Sometimes I like to watch that mixed martial arts kind of stuff. I used to, but I've kind of got away from that because of my lifestyle is, is, is different. It's changed. I feel like I've evolved and changed into the person I am today. But recently, Conor McGregor, at least at this time of this recording, is one of the most successful UFC fighters there is. And he went through a challenging time in his life. And he kind of disappeared a bit. And he came back. In his recent fight, he came out with Tony Robbins, <laughs> which I thought was interesting because you just have to understand, like, these these are both two ultra-successful individuals. And they surround themselves with successful individuals and the same thing like you see that specifically in sports like the the best trainers around or the best athletes around want the best trainers it just makes sense so if you look at us as regular people why wouldn't if we want to achieve more in our lives why wouldn't we surround ourselves with more successful people and I'm not just talking about being an athlete or if it's business, maybe you find a mentor that is much more successful than you are. Or maybe it's someone that you aspire to. In the past, I've talked about the importance of coaching or finding a mentor. And that, and it's not just for them to teach you. It's not just so you can learn from them and so they can take you through step-by-step process on how to be more successful or how to be as successful as them, for example. It's because of the environment. It's because when you see them, when you see the suit that they wear or the clothes that they're wearing, the car that they drive, and I'm not talking about materialistic things. It could be an old car, but I'm gonna, but I bet you it's clean and I bet you the gas, the gas tank is full. And I bet you it's not doesn't have McDonald's on the floor. So what I'm talking about here is the environment and what you accept out of your life and what you want in your life. So if you want to be a more successful individual, you surround yourself with more successful types of people. So you have world-class athletes that have the best coaches in the world. Those coaches probably have their own coaches just to be a better coach. I know it sounds crazy, right? Then you have business coaches. You have the healthy types of individuals that that are super successful and the ones that want to live a healthy lifestyle. Those people have different coaches in their life, not just to coach them though, but they also surround themselves with people in their life that can help them be more successful in that area. So it wouldn't make any sense for an Olympic athlete to be hanging out with a couch potato. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Maybe they have a best friend or maybe that's someone in their life that's that works for them, for example. But all I'm saying is that in most cases, you want to pay attention to what's positively or negatively influencing you. The ch- most challenging part is family. Like We all have family that bring us down on some level. It could be someone distant. It could be someone that's regularly in your life. But usually, we all know what I'm talking about when someone negative some negative family member comes in your life just to drag you down. That's the most difficult part to cut those people out of your life. But I want you to think about 
in a different aspect. Like think about your desk for an ex- for example. So what is on your desk? What does your desk look like? Is your if your goals or aspirations is to be someone that's more active and fit, does your desk represent that? Do you have things that represent so maybe you have a stopwatch on your desk? I know it sounds insignificant, but do you have a stopwatch on your desk? Do you have a water bottle? Do you have a calendar of your workouts, for example? Do you have a list of the things that make you feel more active? Or do you ever write down what it is that you're doing throughout the day to be more active? Are you in a step challenge, for example. When you go on social media, is your news feed filled with clutter of politics and riots and uh, less than positive things? Or do you go and you see all kinds of different people doing push-ups or plank challenges or running up a mountain or hiking across or kayaking across the, the ocean or a lake, whatever it is. So you have to understand that our environment plays such an important role Every single minute of every day, every second, every minute, every hour, every day, it all, every single part of our life plays into the person that we are and the person that we want to be and the person that we will become. So understand that and think about the people that are influencing your life. And I will, I honestly, like if someone is writing a bunch of nonsense on social media, I'll block them. Like No questions asked. I don't want to see that in my life. I don't want them to bring me down. And I don't think that's harsh. I don't think that's mean. I don't think that's rude. I just don't want them in my life. If they're not putting anything positive out there, if they're not shining light in my life or anyone else's, what are they doing in your life? They have no business being in your life. So let's come back to our desk, for example. And I just throw through de- in a desk out there because I'm sitting at a desk right now and because most of us work from a desk for most of the day. (laughs) That's just what we do. So understand that what your desk looks like is a good representation of your life. So think for a moment, is your desk cluttered or is it well organized? Because I have a very good idea that it's a very good chance, I should say, that if your desk is cluttered with all kinds of junk all over the place, then your life is cluttered with all kinds of junk all over the place. And I don't mean to say that in a rude manner when I say junk. I just mean that could be people. It could be actual physical trash around, like in your car. Like that bothers me. It could be a cluttered family. It could be a cluttered household. Like that's what I mean when I say trash or when I say too many things happening. So if you simplify your life just a little bit, if you do a little bit of organization, if you put things where they should be or there are things that aren't falling on, over each other or you have a stack of papers here, a stack of papers there, you can't find what you're looking for. First of all, that's not efficient in life, but it's also not going to make you better at your job. It's going to hold you back from being more successful. And I know, again, it doesn't sound like much, but it really does make a difference. So one of my calls to action today is if you clean your desk up just a bit. And if you're a clean freak or a neat freak, that's perfect. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not. I'm not one of those people. Like we we watch Friends. We're Friends Friends fans. Well, we watch it every year, the whole season from back to back. <laughs> So we often refer to like Monica, Monica clean. And I think there's a lot of you who know what I'm talking about. That's not what I mean. You don't have to have spick and span. You don't have to have absolutely no clutter or nothing around you. All I'm saying is that just consider it for a moment. Consider what's in and around your desk. 
and I'm going to compare that to your car and your house in a moment here. But just think about your desk for a moment. This is a small part of your life that we spend a lot of time at. So if you're working from a desk at home or an office, what does it look like? My call to action is to clean it up. Just organize it a little bit. See what that feels like. And maybe you could even put a bit more positive things around. Maybe you have a positive affirmation. Maybe you have your water bottle very close to you. I don't try, I try not to put water close or near my computer but it is within arm's reach. <laughs> so think about putting tea or water or kombucha, or whatever it is that can make you feel a little bit healthier and a bit more on track. So this is a holistic show. I'm guessing most of you want to be a bit more healthier or continue to be healthy in your life. So that's one thing you can do is to clean yourself, clean your desk up just a bit, organize it, and put just a couple things that are gonna make you take you closer to your goals. I would love for you to take a picture of that and post it on True Form, on Facebook and tag us at True Form Life or Facebook.com slash True Form Life or post it on Instagram, whether that's stories or yeah, post it on your stories and tag us. I would love that. And if you do that, we might have a little prize for you. We do love to give out prizes and we got a few new products that you may get a little sample of. So do that and share it with us. Let us know that we're making a difference in your life and you'll make a difference in ours. So we'll take that to the next level and you can look at your car. We spent, many of us spent a lot of time in our car. We're traveling to and from work. We're dropping the kids off. We spend a lot of time in our car and your car needs to be clean. I got to tell you, you, we got the trash, like our trunk is full of stuff that we haven't seen in years. (laughs) We have dirty mats. There's dust on the dashboard. I know this doesn't sound like a big deal, but consider how this translates to other areas in your life. If you have pop cans under your seat, if you have trash, and this this may sound ridiculous to some, but others, I know it's there. I've seen it when people open their car doors and trash falls on the ground. That should be embarrassing especially because I'm very environmentally friendly and some people don't even reach down to pick it up. That irks me at a deep level. But we have, if we have fast food, if we have trash sitting in our car, my call to action with this one is to clean that up. Just consider it. Clean that up. Wash your car. Wash your dashboard. Keep it clean. Think about who you may aspire to. And I guarantee that these people that we want to be get closer to, the people that we want to aspire to, we want to... Maybe we'd like to have their bank account. Maybe they have a successful family. They have a really nice family unit. Whatever it is, I can just about guarantee you that they believe how you do one thing is how you do everything. So consider your desk and how cluttered it is. Consider your car and how messy it is. If that's these little things in our life are messy that we spend a lot of time in, there's a good chance we've got a lot of messes that we haven't cleaned up in our lives. How you do one thing is how you do everything. The next thing I want you to consider is your home. Very similar here. The same thing. It's the same. It's the same pie that we're taking bites out of today (laughs) maybe not the best analogy being that we're a health and wellness show but maybe it's a healthy pie maybe it's a clean pie that we're chopping down so the next one i'm going to mention here is your house what does your home look like and you know i'm not one to judge i'm definitely not i don't know what your houses look like i don't know what your homes look like but i think it's so important to pay attention to what's around you, what's surrounded us, what we're surrounded by. So if your house is cluttered, like every time you walk into a room and there's stuff everywhere, that's holding you back on a level that it's so hard to explain. It's hard to explain. 
energetically what's happening, why that's dragging you down. Just think about someone that's a hoarder. And like I, I, I know people that are hoarder, like full out garage, garages, jam packed, drawers in the bathroom, cannot get one more thing in there, maybe a toothpick or a bobby pin, but a full out 100% hoarder in their life is a mess. It's so hard for them to pull themselves together because there's clutter everywhere they go. It affects them emotionally. It affects them physically, walking over things, stumbling over things. We have to clean up our life. We have to simplify. We have to understand that one thing, how we do one thing equals how we do everything. So think about when you want to go to your workout, but you have nowhere to work out because there's clutter everywhere. Or when you want to make time for the things that you want in your life. Maybe you want to make time for your spouse or for your kids, but your calendar's jam-packed because it's not organized. It's not organized. It's not put together. You're not able to make time for the things that you want in your life. Consider people that always say, I never have time to work out. Oh, I just don't have time. I don't have time to go to the grocery store. I don't have time to have proper nutrition. And then I say, you don't have time to be successful. And they look at me like I'm the worst person in the world. (laughs) which of course isn't my goal. All I'm doing is trying to explain that these little things all make a big difference in our lives. And we don't consider, that's the problem. We only consider the big things. You know, here's a good analogy is that when I was in my playing days, I would work on small muscle groups. I would work on balance, stability. I did yoga, some Pilates. I did all kinds, like a, a holistic approach to fitness. And most of the guys would go to bench press or squat. That's just what they did. And you know, it's funny is that I was able to lift heavier weights than them because they never worked on small muscle groups. They never worked on stabilization. They didn't realize that if they had a stronger core, they would have less injuries, for example. So what I'm telling you here is if you pay attention to these little things in life that don't seem that big, then you'll be much more you'll be much more able to handle the bigger things. If you're only focusing on the big things and you're failing, there's a reason. It's because all the little things add up to big things. So listen to the words (laughs) that are coming out of my mouth and try to do one little thing. So it could be your desk like we talked about. It could be your car. It could be one room in your house. We really believe in having one workout area, if you will. Now, this workout area could be a meditation area. It could possibly be a reading area. It could be a journaling area. It could be a stretching area. So when we wake up in the morning, we go to a specific dedicated area. That area has yoga mats. It has workout equipment. It has a book and it has a journal. And then on the walls, it has a different types of things. I mean, let me try to explain. It has like an OM sign. OM, like I'm, I'm a spiritual. So it has an OM sign. I think most of you know what that is. And then it has chimes. So it has a singing bowl. It has chimes. This is, I know it might sound counterintuitive that it's a workout area, but workouts are also very holistic, if you will. I'm not in there clanging weights, but this is an area where journaling is done, reading is done. Everything in that room represents one thing, and that's wellness. It could be fitness, it could be mentally, physically, spiritually, and it's, you know, stretching is involved in there, yoga is involved in there. That is one specific room. Everything in that room represents one thing, and when I go in that room, that's where my focus is. That's it. That's why I feel it's so important to have a dedicated room. So, and that's what we recommend in our groups, in our True Form family, when we're in there talking about how to be more successful with your workouts and what you want to achieve. One of the first things we tell them is dedicate a room, one specific room, so you can go into that room and you can focus on one thing. So, when I go into my office, I'll tell you what I see right now in my office. I see books. 
of people that have been super successful and have taught me. I see uh, my logo, my true form logo that says believe underneath. I have some newspaper clippings from my detox book and from we, when we hit show number 100, if you can imagine. I think this is around show 450. But that represents success to me on the back wall. I'm looking at it right now and it says be the change that you wish to see in the world. And Gandhi said that, of course. But this, so this is my office and I have microphones. I got a microphone for the phone. I'm talking into a microphone. There's a printer over here. It's all business. This is business right here. I don't take my business into the workout room and I don't take the workout room into the business room. I'm not going to sit here and do sit-ups while I'm, while I'm trying to work on something. It just doesn't happen. So that's why it's so important to pay attention to what you're surrounded by. So, but this, but picture this, like these rooms that I'm ex- explaining to you here, this, these represent small rooms, but my entire life, like your entire life, like what does your entire life look like? Do you have dedicated rooms for anything or is everything in one room? And don't get me wrong. I'm talking about my room right here in Alberta. Like we have a bigger place in, we have a duplex in Alberta. I don't have a big giant house. I'm not sitting on million dollars with millions of dollars with 16 rooms and 12 bathrooms. It's a duplex and it's, we we love it. It's small. It's as big as we need. This is part of our shipping house right here. This is where some production happens. This is where some of the, we plan to have employees come in here. We have a separate, we have everything separated. Everything is individualized. Dorothy is fantastic at organizing. I'm super grateful for that, but we have our own dedicated area for separate things. And then in our beach house in LA, it's just, it's just a small apartment. It's a studio apartment. It has a nice deck in the front and has a shared backyard in the back. Like, and that's all we need. But in, even in that apartment, we have dedicated areas. One part of that area is for stretching and it's for working out. However, in most cases in LA, we can work out outside, but we still have a stretching area. We have a meditation and reading area just in the small little unit. There's, there's a bed like that's sleeping and there's a kitchen. Of course you make food there. Like everything is individualized. And I really feel like the problem is, is our lives are so cluttered. There's so much of everything in one spot. So when we go to one place, we don't know what we're doing. When we go to bed, we can't figure out why we can't sleep, but we have a TV in there. We have the phone and the iPad. Many times they're all going at once. There's no, there's no Zen place in our lives. Like physically, there's no Zen area. There's no relaxation. There's no stretching area. There's no place for us to go to work out. Everything's in one place. So if you look back to the bedroom, if we have the TV blurring, we're flipping through our news feed. It's possible that we're watching something on Netflix or we have the laptop in the bedroom. We have all these electronics and we have no focus. And then we try to turn them off and we can't sleep at night. And we're like, well, what's my problem? I, I can't sleep. I don't know what I'm doing. On top of that, you're eating in the bedroom. So we got a bag of chips and a chocolate bar. And then we got two devices going, if not three. And then our spouses sit next to us and they got two devices going. Like It's madness. It's madness. And I mean, that could be... A bit of a stretch for some people, but I bet others know exactly what I'm talking about because I've seen it. Like I've seen it in friends' houses, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what, what are you doing?" But but understand, like that's, there's no judgment if that's how someone wants to live their life. There's no, we have no problem with that. I, I don't care. It's funny when we go to the grocery store. Sometimes people actually try to hide their carts from us, and we're like, well, what, "What are you doing? Like that's your decision. You make the decision." You you make you make your bed, but you got to sleep in it, right? So 
If you're going to put all those electronics in your bedroom, don't expect to sleep. If I wanted to stay awake up, stay awake at night, I would do that. That's what I would do. I would watch a scarier action movie and I would blast it. And then I would flip through my news feed. I would open up my emails late at night and then try to answer messages at the same time. Facebook message at, at the same time or put up Instagram posts. That's what I would do if I wanted to stay awake. If I wanted to go to sleep, I would do something quite a bit different. I got to tell you, I would dim the lights. I would play some relaxing music. I would relate. I would read something that's not going to stimulate my mind. And I'm going to put something like chamomile or turmeric tea in my body. So I'm not, so those aren't more stimulants going in my body, like sugar or Red Bull <laughs> or Coke or whatever it is that we're putting in our body. Nothing's hard to digest, for example. And that's like, those are some of the things that we do and how we live our lives. And a lot of people are like, well, you guys have so much energy or you're happy. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had days where I'm exhausted and some days I'm grumpy, but the majority of days are filled with energy, alive and vibrant, happy, grateful, inspired, motivated. These are the words that we use because we're surrounded by it on a regular basis. Look at what's on your wall. Like what, what's on your wall in your house? In your office, do you have books or do you have pictures? Like you got Richard Branson on your wall, Steve Jobs maybe? <laughs> do you have someone that you can look at and be like, oh, that's going to inspire me to work harder? Or at your desk, do you have something sitting on your desk that you can look at that gives you instant motivation or inspiration? If you if you don't, then maybe you should. And maybe maybe some of these tips will help you. Maybe we could start to individualize rooms in your house or in your home. Maybe one of your room is just to do one thing. You don't even take your phone in there. You can't flip through your news feed and get a good workout at the same time. It doesn't work out. It doesn't work like that. And maybe your bedroom is your sanctuary. Maybe we can take some electronics out. And if you're not going to take electronics out, like most people, maybe you could have a time like 10 o'clock. No, the TV gets turned off. And then maybe you don't take your phone in. I don't know. Maybe you get an old school alarm clock, which I actually did. I went to the thrift store. It looked like an alarm clock cemetery. There were hundreds of them. And I grabbed one for five bucks. And now the phone, not now, this this has been a couple of years, but the phone doesn't come in the bedroom. There goes an alarm clock, so you don't need, that's the big excuse is what I'm telling you, is everyone says, oh, I need my alarm. What if something happens at night? What if I need my phone immediately? I mean, these are all things that we worry about now, but a very short time ago, we didn't all have phones. And, and it's not every one of us. It's now you and your spouse have a phone. And the three kids, they all have a phone. Or everyone has an iPad. It's, it's madness. And we wonder why our health is on the decline. And we wonder why emergency rooms are lined up or the clinic. You can't, you got to wait to get your meds. And unfortunately, things aren't getting any better. So we have to take control of our own health. We have to do it ourselves. No one's going to do it for us. No one's going to do the research. No one's going to read the ingredients. In most cases, no one's going to organize your desk or clean your car. <laughs> you got to do it yourself. You have to take action today. These are my calls to action. Do something today to put something inspiring on your desk after you organize it. Organize that desk. I want you all to go to a room that's dedicated to spirituality, if you will. You can say prayer. You can say whatever you want. Whatever you want to call that room that's dedicated to journaling, stretching, yoga-ish, whatever you want to do, and working out. That's it. That's what one room is. So go today and clear out one room and make it specific for one thing. That's all you have to do. And get rid of the trash in your car. Clean out your car. If you want to drive a Tesla, 
You just have to treat your Honda like it's a Tesla. <laughs> Clean it up, wash it, fill it with gas, change the oil, because these are things that are gonna. These little things are gonna tra- attract more things in our life. Many times, I don't think we're ready for success. On the last show, I the, I think the title was, "Are you planning for success or are you planning for failure?" Think about that, because many of us are not planning for success. And when success comes, just like when so many people win the lottery and then go back to being broke, they're not prepared for what life is going to be like when you have stacks and stacks of money. Like what was that movie called? Ducktales. What was the What was the uncle's name? <laughs> message me and tell me the uncle's name you guys know what i'm talking about i'm wrapping things up here i want to give you guys some inspiration and motivation today take action today make a difference in your life you can do it without question you can make a difference in your life it takes action and it takes a, a different mindset a mindset for you to be able to say to yourself i'm going to change my life and it's going to begin with the little things thank you so much for being here thank you for tuning in for this edition of exploring mind and body we always appreciate you coming in to see what we have going on and for sticking around till the end. All past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. That's where you can check out all past shows. We've got tons and tons, years worth of of different shows and topics. So if you have any topic that you want to hear about, go to go there and you'll find out more details. We also have Transformations Through Running podcast. You can check that out on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So check that out. I interview some very interesting guests on that show. More details are at trueformlife.com. We have a free 10-day fitness challenge. If you're interested, you can jump on that. And we also, we're also at facebook.com slash trueformlife and also instagram.com slash drewtadia. We're posting on there on both of those platforms multiple times a day to keep you inspired, motivated, and on the right track. Woo, I feel like that was a good one. I hope you got something out of that. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.